0: Welcome into to the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluber, and I'm a former Division I athlete turned entrepreneur. I run my own fitness and nutrition coaching business, as well as a sports media brand that produces podcasts, sells merchandise, and creates exclusive paid content. The fun part is I don't really know what I'm doing as a business owner. I'm just figuring it out day by day. This show, Snapped, acts as an audio journal for my thoughts and ideas on fitness, health, business, mindset, and whatever else I find important on the pursuit to personal happiness and a balanced life. I hope you can take something from the show that makes your life a little bit better. And regardless, I'm just happy you're here. Let's have a day. Let's go. Welcome to the Snap Podcast. How are you going to live your best life and execute on supplements in 2024? That's what we're talking about today. Welcome in, I'm glad you're here. I hope that you enjoyed last week's podcast on the nutrition side of things. Now, supplements are a subsect of nutrition. Uh, Nutrition definitely comes first. In this series, currently through week two here, and I highly recommend you go back and listen to that nutrition podcast, by the way. If this is, for some reason, the first one you're listening to in the series, please don't make it the first one. It is the least important of the four. sleep, diet and exercise are going to come before the supplements 100 times. I'm going to say it probably three or four more times in different ways over the course of this episode, so please listen to the other ones first. Nonetheless, supplements can be helpful. They are a thing. They're probably something that most people are going to run across or have to interact with or they're going to hear opinions about or, hey, there's this new thing. It could be great for you, yada, yada. So let's try to cut through and dispel some of the the myths and the BS and give you some uh, some tips to have your best 2024 with supplements, all right? I think the first thing we have to address is when you get into the supplement world, it's, it's a little bit crazy. I think it gets associated with um, snake oil salesmen, like, hey, this is all, it's all BS, right? None of them work. Or a little bit of the crazy extreme side of the of the gym and fitness world, where people are taking God knows what, who knows what's in the pill, who knows what's in the powder. I'm pretty sure at one point I was I was taking a formulation of pre workout when I was 16, 17 years old. That was uh, a couple carbons away on the on the on the on the chain uh, from meth, and I'm not joking. And that is funny now, uh, a, a decade later to to think and talk about. But I think it was legitimately, uh, I think if anybody here is is a real OG uh, supplement taker, gym goer from like the 2010 era, I think the Jack 3D original formulation was has been proven to like be really close to methamphetamine. So that's what you're getting into here. And that's a little bit scary. Now, you also have the other side of things where you're like, I just want a vitamin D. D supplement or a vitamin C or I I need iron or something. There's a really, really subtle and innocent side to this as well, but the first thing we usually hear amongst the supplement industry or this topic of supplements is it's unregulated. Nobody knows uh, what's in each supplement. Nobody's testing these things. You can put in there whatever. You can say whatever is in there on the bottle. These companies, companies can get away with all this stuff, and that is true to some extent. The regulations are a little bit uh, easier to get around. It's just the way the industry is. However, this isn't true across the board. You can find supplements that are third party tested. Uh, You can find supplements, in fact, that are specifically built for college athletes. uh, and, And those are regulated to prevent anything performance enhancing or dangerous. Uh, and that is a, a highly regulated industry, and it costs supplement companies a lot to put the official stamp of third-party tested on their bottles, on their uh, packages, whatever. So you can find good supplements that are tested and proven to have in them what they say they have in them. Okay, so that's the first thing that we can kind of get out of the way. Um, another thing you could hear when, you're, when we're talking about supplements is it's just expensive pee. Right, you're just going to pee all the supplements out. You're not going to get anything from these, anyways. And uh, and that kind of goes back to the whole like, oh, none of these work. It's all just for these companies to make money. That can be true. Uh, there's probably a lot of people out there who are taking however many number of supplements, and their body isn't using them uh, in the way that they should be. They don't need them. They have too much of this. They're not taking enough of something to really get anything out of it. There's there's probably some of that happening. However, if we, you know, if we uh, eat right, sleep, exercise, do all the things right, diet and lifestyle wise, we can avoid that. We can set ourselves up to make the supplements that we actually choose to take worth taking. All right, we don't want to be wasting our money. Third one is that, um, and it, you need to have a multivitamin. Everybody should be taking a multivitamin. Not true. Again, the diet and lifestyle thing is going to determine that. A multivitamin could be beneficial for some people. Hopefully, you can decipher that through this, uh, this episode, this podcast. But it's not necessary, especially if you're eating a really, really balanced diet. And then the last one that I put down is um, these promises that certain supplements, just, just take this one thing. It'll change your life, Right. Take this one thing and you'll have crazy weight loss. You'll put on all this muscle. you put, you know, you'll suddenly feel 100 times better. Your energy will be boosted, all this stuff. Almost, almost all the time, those are BS. It's bullshit. No single supplement is ever going to do that for you. There are very, very, very rare occasions where you are medically down a bad path. And it is, uh, you know, set, you've been to professionals and it, you're having trouble figuring out what is wrong with you. And just in this one rare scenario, they finally catch that it's just a deficiency. And all of a sudden they bring you up in a deficiency and like, holy smokes, all of a sudden it's, you know, uh, I think the I think one of the, it's not a funny example, but one of the most common examples would be like, I think if you're def- really deficient in vitamin C, could be wrong here. I think pretty sure it's vitamin C you get uh scurvy, right? And that's like it goes back to like the pirates on the ships and they didn't have any vitamin C on their way over here and like, you know, you get scurvy and that's not good, right? You will fall into serious illness or like mental not mental uh like health issues if you don't have something. And so most of the time a doctor is going to find that for you. You're not going to stumble upon a supplement that's going to magically change your life. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. Do not buy into the fact that you can buy something off the shelf and all of a sudden your life is going to change. Your health is going to change. All right. So how should we approach supplements? Well, it says it in the, in the name, right? It's a supplement to your lifestyle, how you eat, how you exercise, how you sleep, how you live right? It's not the main lever. Again, in this series, as of right now, it's diet, sleep and exercise. And then the supplements is like a subcategory that I'm just addressing. There might be more, but those big three are the big three levers that you need to pull on uh, to really maximize your life as far as fitness and health. They are not going to work as well as you would like them to if those other three levers or areas of your life are not pretty darn dialed in, okay? So they can work. We're going to get to the ones that work. But if you're sleeping five hours a night and you're eating fast food once a day and you don't have any kind of control on your calorie balance um, and you – don't, you don't work out, or if you do work out, it's not consistent and you don't have a routine and you don't really know what you're doing in those other three areas. If you're not dialed in you starting to take a multivitamin or a protein powder or a creatine, you are not going to notice any effect. There's, there is, in fact, there is only detriment because you're going to be wasting money because you have not dialed in the, the legitimate areas that are going to make the most difference. Okay, so they are a supplement to your lifestyle lifestyle and diet. Um, That being said, there are some that are worth it. There are some that are not. This is my personal opinion. I'm not a doctor. This is my, let's not call them recommendations, but these are my opinions on supplements. So here's, uh, I, I will give you a general rundown. I'll give you what I take, and then we'll do some final thoughts. Okay, so right off the bat, Which supplements are worth taking? I've got a list of about seven here, and they are, some of them have like some stipulations where you kind of need to be an athlete for them to really make a difference. But for the non-athletes out there, just your everyday person who's just trying to be fit and healthy, here are my five or six supplements that I think make a difference, okay? Number one, uh, and you'll hear this from any fitness podcaster out there, creatine. And in fact, now, uh, I think just in the last few years, creatine is starting to even be seen as having a lot of cognitive and and mental benefits. Uh, For the longest time, we've known that it has and proven that it has strength training benefits. Um, It is something that our body already produces, but supplementing with it and making sure that we are always using and utilizing 100% of what we need and can use has been proven to uh, increase Recovery time, increase strength, increase um, muscle mass, all three of them. Not crazy, 5%, 10% gains here and there, but it's something that we can be taking every day. There's basically uh, no downside to it. The only thing that creatine provides as a negative effect is sometimes like I think one out of every eight people that take it have a little bit of uh, gastric distress or like they, you know, it doesn't sit well with them. But other than that, there is no, like, downside or, or, or health detriment to it. So creatine is number one. A protein powder, hard to even consider this a supplement, but it is sort of formulated that way. This is just taking the, the, the dairy protein of whey. I mean, you can get pea protein or other types of proteins as well. But it's just taking the protein out of food or the same kind of protein that you find in your food and powderizing it putting it in a bag and selling it, right? So this is, you know, I, it's pretty simple. It's just, a, it's just a way to get more protein. There's multiple types. I think the most common and, and easy if, if your stomach works with it is the whey protein. Uh, pretty simple. Number three would be caffeine. Gotta be a little bit careful with this one. Most people are the most familiar with this one because we don't normally get it in supplement form. You're going to be get it in the form of coffee. Coffee's fine. I, am not a coffee person myself, uh, for the longest time I wasn't, I was hardly a caffeine person at all. Um, I'm not really a high responder to it, but caffeine again, as long as you're not just completely overdosing, it, uh, is something that can wake you up, give you a little energy and help you get going, make you feel a little bit more motivated, get your ass to the gym, whatever it needs be. Obviously it's a pick me up for a lot of people in the mornings to, to get their day started. Vitamin D, uh, this one is kind of rides the line. I would say because the way vitamin D works in our body, it's basically a hormone. It's not, it's not a, it does, it's not a vitamin. Like the other vitamins are, this is a hormone in our body. Uh, obviously we know that people get vitamin D by being in the sun. Uh, it, from what I've, listen to, and this is all this, all this information is mostly coming from people like Peter Tia, Huberman, other people in the fitness and health space that are putting out a ton ton of podcast book content type of stuff. My understanding is that if you can get 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight a week, direct sunlight on your face, uh, neck, back arms, um, the more you can get the better that basically is going to supply you with enough vitamin D on a regular basis, in the winter, I think it's worth supplementing with it. Um, you are going to absorb vitamin D best from the sun, next best from food you consume, and then third best from the supplementation. So take that in consideration. Uh, but it is one of the supplements that will go along later uh, that I actually take myself, and it's, I only take it during the winter. Um Magnesium is a big one. There's two left on this list that I think are actually worth it for most people. There are how many forms of magnesium? Probably eight to 10 forms of magnesium. Uh, It's pretty essential in the body. It works on a lot of processes in the body. Different forms of magnesium can be used for different uh, goals, end goals. Uh, Most notably is to help sleep. Um, And when you're doing magnesium for sleep, you wanna take the three and eight uh, version of magnesium. And again, this is a Huberman thing, but he likes to combine that with glycine, uh, a myo inositol or, um, a theanine. Those other, those supplements as well. Um, I'm not going to go into the science of that, but if you just search Andrew Huberman sleep, uh, you'll find that he recommends those again, magnesium three and eight glycine myo inositol and theanine. I'm not going to act like I know what all those do, but he's a pretty smart guy. And a lot of people swear by this little sleep concoction. Um, notice I didn't say melatonin. We'll get to that in a second. The last really, truly important supplement that I would say for any normal person out there would be like a fiber powder or a green powder. Um, a lot of green powders are kind of BS. They just throw a bunch of, you know, stuff together and they're like hey this is great for you i do think there are some out there that are worth it especially if you anecdotally feel better on it and it works and this is where sort of i believe in the in the product um i think the most um known one the best marketed one the biggest company out there is athletic greens with their um ag1 it has a ton in it it's expensive but if you can afford it if it's in the budget i think it's worth it uh a greens but I, I take ath, uh strong greens from bare performance nutrition uh it's something that when i started taking it i immediately noticed a difference in my digestion and uh regularity and energy does it work i don't know but i notice the effects of it when i take it versus when i don't and so i'm a believer um same thing on the same kind of route of that is like a fiber powder um not exactly a green powder but you know literally like your Metamucil or like an old person fiber powder. It's pretty simple. You need fiber, stay regular. That's what it's for. Those six, creatine, protein, caffeine, vitamin D, magnesium, and a fiber or greens powder. Those six, I think are worth something to normal people. Now, if you're an athlete, if you're working out a lot, we're talking upwards of maybe five plus days a week for long hours. You're sweating a bunch. You're doing high intensity. You have performance goals. You're trying to run uh, races, marathons, triathlons, Ironmans, whatever, some legitimate like athlete stuff. Then I think there's two others that are worth it. Um, and those would be a carb powder and a, or carb supplement or an electro, electrolyte supplement. Um, pretty simple, similar to the protein with the carbs. You're literally just putting into powder form the carbohydrate nutrient. Um the best is a clustered dextrin or something like a ucan powder, a slow acting, slow burning carb that can be consumed and then used as energy through a long endurance session. Um pretty simple like our body needs carbs and energy to run on. So they made a supplement for that electrolytes, electrolyte powder. You're maybe familiar with LMNT or liquid IV, or even a Pedialyte had a Pedialyte yesterday, which they would sponsor me. Um, we've started to figure out that not only do you just need water, Water is great for hydration, but the really important part of that, the mechanism within hydration is the uh, sodium magnesium calcium balance within our cells. And keeping us hydrated is really important, obviously, during exercise, so electrolytes are important as well. Carb powder and electrolyte powder, something like that. Okay, that's it, that's all of them. Six for normal people, add another two to make it eight for for athletes. Those are the supplements that I, Tyler Kluver, find to be worth it. Um, it doesn't mean that some other stuff can't be helpful, right? People are different, people's bodies react to different things. That is generally across the board, which is what these episodes are trying to do. Those six to eight supplements are something that you might find worth it for the general person listening to this to this podcast. Now, are there others? Sure. Other vitamins, BCAAs, fish oil, turmeric, biotin, glutamine, beta alanine, uh uh arginine. There's there's so many that you could go through they are going to have very 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 minimal benefits to you and you're likely only to realize those benefits and actually feel them if again those big three levers are dialed in otherwise you're never going to feel the effects of any other stuff um small benefits and you're really you you really have to be squeezing the juice out of the lemon to even get there things that we should stay away from um and the big three are i think melatonin fat burners and anything with like a sarm or a pro hormone or something that gets close into the anabolic realm now of course if you've chosen to to hop that fence and go the anabolic route or take performance enhancers by all means uh but it can start to get pretty dicey and for the normal person listening to this podcast you don't need that so why is melatonin on this list i think it's pretty I hope that most people understand why fat burners are on this list. Fat burners have some crazy shit in them. Talk about unregulated. Those mostly are unregulated. You're never going to find a third party tested like uh, fat burner. That's that's legitimate. Um, There's some sketchy stuff that they put in those things to try and ramp your metabolism or like get you to burn calories. They can be dangerous. Who knows what's in those things, especially when they get into the they all have these crazy names like like extreme burners, like, you know, like let's stay away from those. Okay, now, why is melatonin on this list? Right. Well, again, this is stuff that I've heard from Andrew Huberman. So I'm sort of just repeating a narrative here, but he's done the research and read the papers. And I always felt this internally. Naturally, I used to slam melatonin when I was like in high school uh, before I even understood or really cared about the, the downsides the, the risk factors of taking stuff, putting stuff into my body. Um, and I would take melatonin in in large quantities and sure it would knock you out, but what is that doing to you? Uh, and are you becoming reliant on it? And is that actually screwing up your circadian rhythm and your natural ability to help you fall asleep, uh, and stay asleep? Right. And then what is the quality of that sleep? Like, so there's plenty of reasons. Again, I'm going to refer you to him. The big, big factor with the melatonin stuff is when it comes to that regulation, they have found that melatonin can often be sample sized at two, 3000 times the amount of what you should be taking, what your body should be taking. Um, So just not something that you really want to be messing with when you're just that far off on dosages and you don't know what's actually in the pill that you're taking. Again, I think there's better ways to fall asleep and- This goes back to lifestyle habits. If you're eating right and exercising and living right, your body should naturally be ready for bed at the end of the night. We shouldn't have to knock ourselves out with exogenous compounds. Let's just say it that way. Um, So that's pretty much it. Stay away from those. The six to eight that I listed above, those are pretty good. What supplements do I personally take? Because I know everyone's going to ask. They're going to be like, okay, but what do you do? Again, I'm a little bit different. I'm on the extreme side of the athletic performance uh, you know and and that kind of thing but I will tell you what I do there's basically three times uh, in, in a day when I'm gonna be taking a, a supplement that is before my workout after my workout and then at night after dinner um, for me as a pre-workout and I'm again I'm not I don't need it uh, I clearly I have a solo podcast that I do every week and I talk For hours here just fine got a lot of energy i like to for blood flow um and this sounds simple but i have a uh, i'll just give you the 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 name of it optimum nutrition a good supplement brand they make a bcaa powder i don't think i really get anything out of the bcaa's but i love the taste it's got a little bit of caffeine in there and a couple other things that help with uh, a little pick-me-up And then i add salt literally just table salt and a beta alanine okay what do those do the salt helps with a pump helps blood flow um makes you feel pretty good right it helps you get into a workout and feel pretty warmed up and and running feels like the engine is revving pretty quick Um, and again that salt also helps with the electrolyte balance in your body beta alanine is under that list of other things that might work uh, or might provide you some very small benefit. In my case, beta alanine specifically, for any of those who have taken a pre-workout before and you felt itchy, you kind of felt like a tingle, that's what beta alanine does to you. I happen to love that feeling. It makes me feel like I'm, I don't know, like in the tunnel of the Coliseum, I'm about to go to war with a lion or something. And um, that personally helps me warm up and sort of get ready for my lifting. Other than that, that's my pre-workout. I think that the amount of caffeine in that is somewhere like 50 to 75 milligrams, very low dose. Um, I'm not even sure I'm getting anything out of it. It's mostly the salt and the beta alanine and the taste, something to sip on, just like to sip on something during the beginning of my workout. So that's before. After my workout, uh, I'll come in and I'll usually do a sort of a protein refuel So I'll do a protein shake, just a, again, optimum nutrition, whey protein shake, something like 25 grams to 30 grams of protein. And in that protein shake, I'm doing uh, one scoop of creatine. So five, uh, five grams of creatine. And then uh, at the end of the day, after dinner, cleaning up, doing dishes, I'll do a small little cocktail of uh, going back to that fiber powder again. As an adult, and I'm 29, we're almost 30, you start to realize how important being regular is to you. And, (laughs) you know, you're regular, you're having a good day, okay? So, uh, Costco brand, Metamucil, I think it's just called literally like Kirkland psyllium fiber, every day, two scoops. I mix that with a greens powder, the strong greens, and those two supplements, the fiber plus the greens powder, is really just for my digestion, it makes a world of difference difference for me personally may not make a single difference for anybody else. Um, and some micronutrients and just other sort of general health stuff. I don't know how much I'm getting out of it. I think mentally, I probably feel the best, uh, taking the green powder because I'm not a big vegetable guy. That's where you get a lot of micronutrients and fibers in in fruits and vegetables. So I'm making up for that with a supplement. Um, and then with that, Again, it's the wintertime, so I will take five uh, 5,000 units of of vitamin D, uh, even though I still try and get out for walks, even when it's cold. Um, and then what else am I taking there? I'm taking a magnesium supplement, just a, I think it's just magnesium glycinate. And I take a vitamin C as well. And the only reason I, I, I really, I don't know how much I'm getting out of those. The vitamin C tastes good. It's just like a little chew tablet. I, I kind of like them. I'm not sure how much I'm getting out of that. I know I'm getting a lot out of the fiber. How much am I getting out of the magnesium or the vitamin C? Uh, I don't know, but I take them and that's what I personally do. The uh, really what I'm getting the most out of supplement wise is the creatine and protein powder after my workout and uh, maybe some of that beta alanine tingle uh, to help me get into the workout, but nothing crazy. That's it. Um, As final thoughts here, again, 98% ninety eight percent of the way there with diet and lifestyle okay get your exercise r- routine right get your your diet right you're going to get most of the nutrients you need through your diet and whole foods only take a supplement if you really think you've done everything you can otherwise to get to that desired result that the supplement claims to be you know to give you and then once you've taken that supplement for a couple weeks or a month and you've trialed it only continue to take that supplement if you feel the result, if you feel that difference. If you don't, stop taking it. Don't waste your money. TKG training, workouts every day, warm ups, workouts, cool downs, high intensity stuff, all done in 30 minutes at your house. Sign up if you need daily workouts. If you uh, want to kickstart your routine, you need something different, TylerCluver.com to do that. The DMs are open. For any coaching questions or questions about this podcast, questions about this series. Hey, what does this supplement do? Whatever. Anything you can think of, hit me up. And I thought of this as I wrote down the the notes for this podcast, but this may, this could be a a way of signing off. I put it on my Instagram the other day and I kind of liked it. Uh, Your excuses aren't valid. Go have a day. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.